You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Juan, who's glad to be here this morning? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought I'd get you guys. Hey, so cool to have you, and I want to do a special shout-out to everyone online, our online campus. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like Beck said, wherever you're from, whatever campground you're from, whatever holiday park you're hanging out, whatever batch you're in, uh, we (laughs) hope you have fun in church at the beach or wherever you are. Come on, Botany Campus. Can we welcome the online campus? Love you guys. And again, a special welcome to all our guests we've got hanging out with us here today. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to dive straight in. So if you've got your uh, Elam Christian Center app on your phone, you can find the notes on there. Uh, we're going to dive straight into 2 Kings chapter number 3. If you have a Bible, you can open it up. The notes will come up on the screen as well. 2 Kings chapter 3, starting in verse number 9, says this. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom. And when they made a circuitous march, difficult word, For seven days, there was no water for the army or the animals that followed them. Then the king of Israel said, Alas, the Lord has called us these three kings to give us into the hand of Moab. I've called this message when the plan doesn't go to plan. Now, I know you're all here and you've all made some New Year's resolutions. I know you're all here and you're like, man, we're closing the door on 2020, 2020, see you later, I'm leaving it behind, 2021, anybody? You're like, yeah, this is my year, we're moving forward, and I don't want to be Debbie Downers, I don't want to be the guy who pulls you all down, Uh, I don't want to do that at all, but what I do want to do is I want to say this, although you've got great New Year's resolutions, although uh, you want to go in this year with a new vision, new faith, new excitement, uh, listen, don't get me wrong, I want to start this year with positivity and faith and belief that God has got a great year ahead of us. Anybody? Yes and amen. We, like, we really believe in that. But if 2020 taught us anything, is that sometimes the plan doesn't go to plan. Amen. Some of you supposed to travel last year, right? How'd that work out? So, so, some of you are, you know, listen, some of you never trained to be a teacher, but all of a sudden you're a homeschooler. Like that ain't, that ain't working for me. I don't, I don't want to do that in my life. But listen, I don't want to, I don't want to bring this down. I don't want to start the year without faith. This is a faith message. This is to build you up and to edify you. But the reality is many times in our lives, the plan, what we hope for, what we dream of, what we expect a year to be, doesn't always play out the way we had in our minds. And uh, my story for, for this year just gone last year was pretty much 12 months of the hardest months of my life ever. And many of you are aware of the journey that I've been on with health and um, I had, uh, for those who are new, I, at this point last year, uh, actually in December 2019, I had developed an a condition, condition in my ear which caused major like balance issues that have plagued me ever since and still to this day are affecting me. And, uh, and, and I found myself last year kind of going, man, I'm a bit stuck. Like this isn't supposed to happen. This wasn't how 2020 was supposed to be. And I know many of you felt the same. And and the trouble is when the plan doesn't go to plan and when things don't really play out how we hope they would, sometimes we can get a little stuck. And we can be like, man, what do I do? And I want to journey through uh, this passage in 2 Kings, because the question is, what do we do when we get stuck? What do we do if 2021 doesn't live up to the hype? There's a lot of hype around 2021, as if magically, it, like in, on the New Year's Eve when it struck midnight, everything changed. You know, like there's a magic wand over 2021, like boom, coronavirus is gone. <laughs> you know, it's still here. Okay, so uh, there's still lots going on, and I want to say, 
uh, you know, as we journey into this, what do we do if this doesn't play out how we thought it would? And I don't want this to be a downer's message. This is a faith builder because there's some things I'm going to teach you that if you put them in place now, you'll be ready for when things maybe don't work out as you thought. Second Kings chapter three, we're going to go through uh, this passage of scripture and I want to pull out some keys that the Israelites learned and did uh, that are going to help us as well. Backstory to the scripture, there's, uh, uh, the Moabites, they owe Israel tribute. So they're supposed to give them payment uh, of a certain amount of money and livestock and different things. But they withhold payment. They don't pay what they are supposed to pay. And so Israel's like, this isn't right. They, they agreed that this is what they were going to do. And they're withholding payment. They're not doing it. So we're going to go out against them. So we've got our friends, Judah and Edom. We're going to go sort it out. And this is like, this is like a justice thing for them. They're like, this is the right thing to do is to go and sort this out. But they go on the journey and then there's a problem. The problem is there's no water. They get to a point on the journey where there's no water. Can you imagine how they felt? Can you imagine like going, we're going into this thing, man. It's a good thing. It's the right thing. We're going to deal with this problem. And then you get into the journey and then all of a sudden you come unstuck. There's no water. You're not going to, there's no water for you, your livestock. Without water, they're going to die. They're going to be overrun and overcome by the enemies. This is a problem. Can you imagine how discouraged they felt? Man, we thought this was the right thing. We thought God was with us. We thought God was on our side. How come right now we're stuck in this place where we thought it would be fresh, but it's dry? And maybe like as you journey into last year, you were like, I thought this was going to be great. 2020, 2020 vision. It's perfect. If anything was great, 2020, it's the only time in the history of the world you could say 2020 vision. For a vision statement, for, and then all of a sudden, it doesn't work out the way you thought it would. Man, they, they would have lost their confidence. They would have felt anxious and worried and fearful. It would have been uncertain, discouraged, disappointment, disillusioned, all those feelings. And for you and I, friends, the same is true. When we go through a year or go through situations where it's not what we expected, the same feelings can happen. We'd be disappointed, disillusioned, discouraged. Man, I thought God was with me. I thought God was calling me. I thought God was leading me. And now look where I am. I'm stuck. The question is, what do we do when we face similar situations? And I want to encourage us to do these things before we get stuck so that when we do get stuck, we already are ready for what God is wanting to lead us through. Amen. Here we go. We're going to go through these. I'm going to pull it out of the scripture. We're going to more of a teaching kind of vibe this morning. And so follow with me here. If you're taking notes uh, and if you want to get to heaven, notes are a good idea. I'm not saying it's biblical. I'm just saying why risk it? Just <laughs> write these down. You can find them in your notes uh, on the app or on the screen. Here we go. Number one, get around godly people. If somehow this year doesn't go as you hoped it would, Get around godly people. Here we go, verse number 11. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here through whom we may inquire of the Lord? Then one of the king's servants answered, Elisha is here. He who poured water on the hands of Elijah. And Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Friends, when things don't work and the plan doesn't go to plan this year, make sure you are around godly people. Make sure your first port of call is to go, I need to get around somebody who hears from God. I need to get around somebody who knows the word. I need to get around someone who's full of faith. There's a whole bunch of places you can go to for advice. Not all of them are helpful. Facebook, not always that helpful. Google, not always that helpful. If you're sick, do not Google your conditions, your symptoms, right? 
it, it will be bad. You'll think the worst case scenario is like, if you've got a runny nose, don't even Google that. It could, like, it could go anywhere, right? It's not always helpful, but friends, here's what I want to say. When you get to a place in your life, when you find, man, I thought it was going to be like this, and now it's a little bit like that, what do you do? you got to get around godly people. Call for godly people. And, and here's the thing. Don't sit there and, and go, godly people need to come to me. No, no, these guys went and found the man of God. They're like, hey, we're stuck. Go get the man of God. Go find him. Where is he? Who's, who's around me that knows God, that loves God, that hears God, that is full of faith and full of wisdom and full of the Spirit of God? Where are they? Friend, I want to encourage you to position yourself now around godly people so that when you get stuck, you don't have to look far. So you can go, man, I can just look to my left, I can look to my right, and I know right here with me are godly people. That's why, listen, I want to encourage you, make 2021 the year where you commit to the community of believers that gather on a Sunday. I want to encourage you to commit to Sunday church. Go, you know what, if there's any resolution I'm making this year, it's that I'm going to get me and my family in church every single Sunday. Why? Because you're going to gather around godly people, and you're going to have them speak into your life and encourage you and stir you. So when you maybe get stuck, guess what, all you have to do is turn around and say hi to your neighbor. Come on, somebody. You got to build around you a community of people that are going to speak love and truth and the grace of God into your life. Make it a commitment to make this, this, this gathering right here, right now, something that's important to you. Why? Because when you get stuck, you're going to need it. You're going to need godly people. You're going to need people of faith around you. Commit this year. I know we haven't really launched into them yet, but commit this year to being in a small group. Get together with a group of people. If you want to be known by name and prayed for daily in this church, guess what? Be in a small group. It's a big place. You'll get lost if you don't try. Listen, friends, get involved in a small group. Why? Because that's a godly people who you can surround yourself with who are going to be there when you get stuck. And listen, you're going to get stuck. You're going to get stuck. And I'm not saying that to listen. Oh, oh, jeepers. What a great faith filled message, Pastor Steve. This is wonderful. 2021, we're going to get stuck. Like, listen, Jesus said, in this life you'll have trouble, but take heart because I've overcome the world. Friends, trouble is life. Life has ups and downs, it's just a part of it. If you think coming to Jesus was rainbows and unicorns, you're mistaken. There's all kinds of seasons of life you're going to go through. Some of you are here in church because you need this company of people right now. You need to be around godly people. You need to be in, under the word. You, you, this is like you need to be here. Some of you are here because others need you to be here. Some of you are here, you're like, man, I'm all good. That's fine. You're here for someone else. You're here because someone else needs you to speak into their life, to love on them, to worship with them, to encourage them along the way. Get around godly people. Number two, are you with me, church? Number two, begin to worship. Begin to worship. Elisha calls for a musician. He says, now bring me a musician. And when the musician played, the hand of the Lord came upon him. I don't know what kind of musician he got. Maybe it was a flautist. It's a flute player, by the way. Maybe it was a tambourinist. You know the anointing comes when the tambourine is jingled. That's just biblical. Maybe it was Dan Owen back in time leading worship for him. I don't know what it was. But he calls for a musician. He begins to worship. Can I say to you, church, worship is the great perspective lifter. When you go through something difficult and when you maybe encounter something in 2021 where you didn't expect it, the the danger is our perspective shifts 
to very narrow focus. All we can see is our problem. And we see life through the lens of our problem or our issue or the thing that didn't work out. And so everything we do is based around that. And everything we see, man, I, I can't and I don't and I haven't. And our perspective becomes consumed. Our mind becomes consumed with the problem. Now, what, what worship does is it lifts our perspective off the problem and onto Almighty God. That then becomes our focus, and then we get a whole new perspective. We see things totally different, and we see our problem in light of His majesty. Worship is a powerful thing. Once worship starts, the presence of God came in the Scripture. Once they began worship, the presence and the hand of God moved, and that's why we worship church. That's why we sing in church on a Sunday. That's not the warm-up for the game. It's the game. Like, I hope you did some stretches before coming. I hope you did a warm-up. I hope you had your mouth guard in and your boots on and you'd already done your haka ready for the game because the game started when we started singing that first chord. That's not the warm-up to get us ready. That is the game, friends. When the worship happens, the presence of God moves. We enter His courts with thanksgiving and praise and He comes and He moves and He ministers to people and He anoints people and He comes and He does His work. This is amazing. It's amazing truth. As once they worship, then the hand of God begins to move. No matter what you're going through, friends, no matter what roadblock or what challenge comes this year, can I encourage you, build a lifestyle now of worship. Otherwise, the distraction of the problem will take your focus and your vision. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your perspective up and worship. Number three, you ready? Stay put. Stay put. Verse 16, and he said, thus saith the Lord, thus saith, very proper, Thus says the Lord, I will make this dry stream bed full of pools. I will make this dry stream bed. Not some other stream bed. Not I'm going to take you to water somewhere else. Not I'm going to lead you over here and there's water over there. He's saying right where you are, right where you're standing in this dry, hard, desperate place of discouragement, disappointment, disillusionment, uncertainty, worry, anxiety. In that place, I'm going to bring water. Water's going to come right where you are. It may take some time, but stay put because God has a redemptive plan for the dry, difficult, disappointing places of your life. I'll say that again. God has a redemptive plan for the dry, difficult, hard places in your life. Don't try and run away. When you get stuck, when things don't work out, don't try and run away. Don't look for water somewhere else. Don't go searching somewhere else. Don't go, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. Don't quit. Don't run away. The way out of that problem is for healing and restoration to come in the midst of it, not away from it. Come on, somebody. This is, this is a word for someone. In the midst of the dry, hard place, God's going to bring water and bring refreshing. Too often I see in church, and I like spend a lot of time here, too often I see in church people who are full of faith and full of like vigor for God, something happens they weren't expecting. The death of a loved one, a job loss, some problem comes along in their life, sickness comes, the, the storms of life come, and what they do is they leave, they abandon, they walk away, they don't stay put, they move, because they're like, oh, I thought God was supposed to be good to me all the time, and now that I'm going to go look for water in substance, I'm going to go look for water in relationships, I'm going to go look for water in something else, and that water may be there, but it's often bitter, 
It's often not good water. It's often stagnant water. It never leads to life. And rather than do that, we, the, the, the call of God is to stay where you are because the, the challenges you walk through in God are the proving ground of your faith. It's where God refines you and grows you and you come through it. After you've had refreshing in the dry place, you come out of it with a faith that's been tested and proven and a faith that will endure everything. Listen to me, like last year, um, for me, now, now imagine me, don't imagine me, you can see me. This is going great, this is going great. My life last year was so challenging that I spent the first eight months, like it was almost impossible for me to preach. And because of uh, the issue I had with my ear, which I st- I'm st- still ongoing, it's still not fixed, um, I would struggle in environments like this because balance and vision are really connected. And when I'm in a very stimulating environment like this with lots of people, and you're also good looking, and, and like, there's lots of movement and there's lots of light and there's lots of things going on, I get overly stimulated visually, and that means my balance goes out real, real easy. And so you can imagine... Uh, I'm the senior pastor of a church that runs five Sunday services, and it's almost impossible for me to preach. That's a problem. Yeah? That's a problem. And it was so difficult, and it still is quite difficult. And you'll see me, you know, I'll preach, and then I'll go away, and I'll hide in like a dark room. That's all just to give my brain rest so that I can do another preach. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not like a rude guy and like snobbing all you guys. Uh, it's just that I need space to like, for my brain to kind of recover before I preach the third service. But, you know, for me, it was like I had to make a decision because everything in me wanted to quit and run away. Because it was so hard, so challenging. But let me tell you, what God, when you stick it out, God brings refreshing, God brings restoration, God brings healing, and to the dry places of your life, God will start to bring refreshing and healing. Often when things are hard, we look for water elsewhere. Here's the question you gotta answer. Where has God called you to be? Not is there water somewhere else, where are you supposed to be? Where's God called you to be? Sure, there might be water other places, but where are you supposed to be? And I want to say to you, the dry places of your life and the tough seasons you go through, and I'm not speaking that over 2021, but listen, it may happen. You may go through some difficulty. What happens is that place that you go through that's dry and hard becomes a place of refreshing for you and for all who travel with you. This is what God says. The water's going to come, and water's going to come for you and all who travel with you, your livestock, all your people with you. And this is what God does. God takes you through the difficult seasons, and then he uses you to bring refreshing to others who walk the same valley. And this is the thing. God is going to use everything you go through. Don't be surprised that after you've walked through a difficult journey, all these people show up in your life who are now walking it. And you're like, where did you come from? I've just literally walked through that valley. Let me tell you how God helped me. And let me walk the journey with you. Why? Because you become a place of refreshing for others along the way. Ben, do you guys want to join me? Number four, you guys ready? Number four. As you go through this year, remember, breakthrough doesn't fit a mold. Breakthrough doesn't fit a mold. Verse 17, thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind or rain, but that stream bed shall be filled with water so that you shall drink, you, your livestock, and your animals. What he's saying is this, water's gonna come, but not how you think. No wind, no rain, just water. Just water. When you 
maybe go through something this year when 2021 doesn't live up to all it was supposed to be. I, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm a man of faith. I'm believing God is gonna bring miracles and breakthrough and expansion and growth and just outpouring over our church and over our city this year. I 100% believe that, 100%. But when things in your life hit a bit of a roadblock or don't go quite right, we can start to look for breakthrough everywhere. Oh, there's some wind. Maybe my breakthrough's over there. Maybe that's where the water's coming from. Oh, clouds. Maybe that's where the water's coming from. Oh, that, maybe if I do that fast, then I'll get my breakthrough. Or maybe if I go to that prayer meeting, maybe I'll get my breakthrough. Maybe if I go to this thing, then I'll get, maybe if I, I, I have communion every day on my own, it, it, that'll bring breakthrough. Maybe if I give in this offering, that'll give my breakthrough. The problem is we start looking for breakthrough rather than the one who brings the breakthrough. We take our eyes off God. Je- this is what Jesus did. When Jesus healed blind people, like it's very difficult to find an instance where he healed a blind person the same way twice. To one, he's like, receive your sight. To another, he's like, dirt, spit, mud, rub it in your eyes. I know which one I'd prefer. <laughs> like, keep your mud, Jesus. <laughs> he doesn't give us a mold. Why? Because great breakthrough doesn't fit a mold. And he doesn't give us a mold because he knows we're really religious. And we would make a system. And we would make a process. And we go, this is the Jesus method for getting healed from blindness. Do this, 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 and this, and then you get healed. We take God out of the equation and we make a religious system of it. Friends, listen, here's what I wanna say. We, We need to not fix our eyes on a formula. We need to fix our eyes on God. It's always about faith. It's always about faith. God's always going, look, if you just had a formula, you don't need faith. But faith is what pleases God. God will bring the breakthrough. Don't focus on the how, focus on the who. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. 2021, church, online, keep your eyes on Jesus. Listen, for the last few months, if you've kept an eye on the church scene globally, you'll know that there are many Christian leaders who are falling from grace right now. There's no better time to keep your eyes on Jesus. I will let you down. You will let you down. People will let you down. We all might fail, but guess what? Jesus will never let you down. He will never fail you. He will never disappoint you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. If you look to man, if you look to man, you will always be disappointed. Don't look to me. Look to Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Here's my last thought. Number five, this is a light thing. When you go through whatever God leads you through 2021, you're like, man, I'm stuck. I need God to move. And I'm believing He's gonna move in your life this year. Keep in mind that whatever you need God to do is a very light thing to Him. We read this in verse 18. This is a light thing in the sight of the Lord. They're asking for water. This is a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will also give the Moabites into your hand. Hmm, you're asking for water, but He's giving you more. And you shall attack every fortified city, every choice city, fell every good tree, stop up all the springs of water, ruin every good piece of land with stones. The next morning, about the time of the offering of the sacrifice, behold, water came from the direction of Edom till the country was filled with water. I want to say this year, never lose sight of the omnipotence of God, the power of God that God is sovereign over all things, that God causes all things to work together for good, that God still has a plan. Don't forget that. When things don't go well, or things go messed up, or 2021 is like another curveball, 
Don't forget God has a plan. He is still on the throne. He is still sovereign. And guess what? He's not just going to give you just what you need, but He is the God of abundance of exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, hope, or think. You want water? Yep, He'll give you water, but also victory here and here and here and here. He's a God of exceedingly abundantly above. And you need to understand that what you need God to do is a light thing to Him. It's no big deal. It's easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Like we're like, man, this is so big. God, this is so big. Yeah, it's big to you. It's heavy to you, but it's light to Him. And what you need God to do, what you're asking God to come through in, He will do, and so much more. Because He's the God of exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever hope, dream, or ask. He's going to give you water, but He's also going to give you victory. He's going to give you what you need, but He's also going to give you territory. And I want to pray for you guys today. Is that all right? As we journey into 2021, as we begin this year, like I said, I don't want this to be a Danny Downer's message. This is about encouraging us to position our lives in such a way that we are ready for whatever God leads us into this year. And I believe as we do, we're going to see God move in incredible ways. Come on, let's close our eyes. Let me pray for you. God, I pray for this amazing church and I pray for them today that you would pour a blessing upon them for 2021, that they would go with your anointing, that they would go with your presence, that they go full of faith, expectation, and fire. God, I pray that for those in the room and those who are online today, wherever they are, Lord, that you would cause doors of opportunity to open before them, that you would bring the abundance of heaven into their lives, that they would know you're leading in your provision, God, I pray for all of us that we would make a decision today to get ourselves around godly people, that we would value the fellowship of the believers, that we would value connecting with each other and encouraging one another, knowing that when we get stuck, we need those people to speak into us and help us. God, I pray that we would be a church and a people committed to worship, that despite what we're seeing, we will keep our eyes fixed on you and your abundance and your goodness. God, I pray for all of us that no matter what comes, we are going to stay put. We're going to believe that you're a God who brings refreshing and water to the dry places. We don't have to leave it. We just receive what you are going to do in that place. God, as you do, I know you're going to cause us to be a church that brings refreshing to others. God, I pray that we would be a people that don't just look for breakthrough, but keep our eyes on the one who brings it, that we'd focus our attention on you, Jesus. And God, help us to know that no matter what we experience and what we go through, even those gigantic prayers we're praying right now for our lives and for our city and for our churches, that it is a light thing to you and that you will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask, hope, and imagine. And we believe it today. We receive it today. Lord, that's your promise to us. I bless these people in Jesus' name. Just with your eyes still closed and every head bowed, I want to pray one more prayer today. If you're here today in this room or maybe you're online and you don't know Jesus, maybe you've never made a decision to follow Him. Or maybe you're here in church today because this is part of your New Year's resolution. You're like, you know what, 2021, we're going to get back in church. I need to get back to God. I want to start this year right. And maybe today is your day to make a recommitment to God, to go, you know what, I'm going to commit my life back into the hands of God again. This is my year. 
I'm going to be faithful to him. I want to lead you in a prayer today. If you don't know Jesus and you want to give your life to him, you want to get right with God, or you need to recommit your life today, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me. I'm going to pray it out loud, but you don't have to pray it out loud. You can pray it along with me in your heart. But when you pray it, I want you to mean it with everything you've got. This is simply a prayer of surrender, surrendering your life into the hands of God. Are you ready? I'll pray it out loud. I'll lead you in it. You can pray it in your heart. Online, join us too. Are you ready to say these words? Say, God, today, this first Sunday of 2021, I commit my life to you. I know I've sinned. I know I've messed up. But I believe Jesus you died for me. So right now, I turn my life to you. I ask you to come in. Forgive me of all my wrongs. Come in and be my Lord and Savior today. I choose from this moment to live for you in Jesus' name. Just with your eyes still closed and every head bowed. If you prayed that prayer this morning, either in the room or you're watching from online, wherever you are, I want to say I'm so incredibly proud of you. This is the most wonderful decision you could ever make. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to take one little step of faith. I want you to be really brave. What I'm going to do is I'm going to count to three. When I get to three, if you prayed that prayer either for the first time or you're recommitting your life today, I want you to be really brave right where you are and I want you to put your hand up nice and high so I can see it. Now, I'm not doing that to embarrass you. I'm not doing that to stand you up or call you out, nothing like that. All I'll do is I will see you, I'll see your hand, I'll acknowledge you and you can put it straight back down. Online, you as well. There's a button coming up on the screen saying, I raise my hand. When I get to three, push that button. Are you ready? On the count of three, one, two, three. Three, hands up nice and high right now. Awesome. God bless you, my man. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, sir. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anyone else saying, Steve, that's me? Yeah, I got you. Down the back, my man. I got you. Awesome. Anyone else saying, Steve, that's me? Yep, I got you over there. Awesome. I see you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, online. We see you there too. Two of you online. Thank you so much. God bless you. So awesome. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.